And we are back with another episode of Outside of Norm. What's going on, family? I am back. It's your man, Notorious Norm, a.k.a. Young Thanos, a.k.a. The Black Joker. And I'm here with my guest. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, y'all. I'm Coco. I hate her stage name. <laughs> it's Coco, if you didn't know, no. <laughs> and Norm is a clown. That's fine. I'm, they know this. They know I don't care about nothing. But thank you for coming on the day. We've been trying to get this together for a little while now. And I'm glad to see you here. Cheers. <laughs> we got a toast. Cheers. You know what I mean? Alright, so look. <laughs> you be <laughs> funny as shit. So she refreshed. She ain't been drinking for a while. So it's all good. So look, let's get into it. Right, we're getting into the shit. So you brought a very great topic to the podcast that we have not addressed. Actually, and we almost had 150 episodes and we have not touched on this. Um, but yeah, give them, tell them, tell them what we, what we're going to discuss today. What, we, what do you bring into the podcast today and on for our subject? So the topic for today's podcast is, um, Say how to yeah, come on. heal, heal. <laughs> how to heal or process the grief of a divorce and to move on into the next relationship, marriage, whatever. Crazy life. Yeah. Mm. The next journey of my life. This will be interesting because this is actually a place that I am not familiar with. However, <laughs> I have been surrounded <laughs> by uh, many divorces. So I have mm-hmm. seen the aftermath and the outcomes and the relationships from it. And I can, from my experience and just seeing it is never pretty. Not all divorces end in a bad page though, one bad page, one bad note. I think it depends it depends on the individuals and the majority. Okay. So do you wanna talk about yours or how it went or with the level of maturity or immaturity that you feel was involved? Um be as vulnerable as you're comfortable with. I'm not forcing you to tell me anything. Um so Oh, well, since you put me on the spot. Oh, no, I'm, I'm asking. I'm at, I got to ask for clarification. Sheesh. It's like a liability waiver in person. No? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, so, I am 29. I oh, was... Yeah. Oh, shut up. I'm Thundercat. I wow. met my boyfriend at work at the age of 21. Ex-husband. Ex-husband. Well, he was, he was my boyfriend. I don't know he's... Okay, ex-husband. Don't. Don't do this. Okay. I don't want to confuse the people. You're right. You're right. Ex-husband. Yeah. <laughs> but he was my boyfriend first, obviously. And then boyfriend led into... Y'all can't even go. You know, some okay. people just meet. I'm going to fuck with you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I apologize. So, I met him when I was 21 at the job. Mm-hmm. Um... I honestly feel like at my at the age of twenty one, I didn't know what I want. I didn't know who I was, and I was very just vulnerable and open to men. And so he was giving me the attention that I was seeking for. Oh, okay. And do you, do you think that stems from something else? I believe so. I, I just haven't put my finger on what it was. Or what it is, because right. even now, sometimes I still feel like I'm very vulnerable and open to just, men. Just love men. It's okay. 
just let him in. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, I, listen, I appreciate uh, it's it's far few in between nowadays. I appreciate women who have a love or you know appreciation for that. So that's why I said that. I, I was I wasn't joking. I was just being like, I'm, mm-hmm. we appreciate it. I'm serious. Y'all can't see the look that I'm giving him. That's cool. But, um, so yeah, I met him when I was 21. 21. Things seem to be going the way that I hoped for them to go. Was he older than you? He was. How old? Six years older than me. So he was 27. Mm-hmm. You were 21. That mm-hmm. sounds about right. Okay. All right. Um, and you know, he was just giving me the attention that I was wanting in a man. He touched your butt. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing, go ahead. You got a jail. I'm playing all the time. You got the this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't gotta be tight. It ain't gotta this is already a touchy subject. I'm just trying to make light of it, so mm-hmm. come on. I'm cool though. Alright. Um I don't you start swinging on me on that shit like that. I'm not aggressive. I've been fighting all my life, nigga. <laughs> I'm not aggressive. I play all the time. Alright, I'm not going. Um, so yeah, Coco felt for for him. We're Um for the pebbles. And, <laughs> can you stop? <laughs> Go ahead, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. And um, yeah, things things were going great. Um, he came to the table with the job, but then he had his downfall. Well, wasn't a downfall then, but the now that my eyes are open, now okay. I saw that it was a downfall. All right. Um, he was. Living with his grandmother, he did not have a license nor a car. I pushed him to get his license. Um, the car situation was going go deep into that. Um, we briefly talked about that. He came with three kids, two Ooh. baby mothers, Sheesh. two two baby mothers, not two. one but two. Say it like a bottle for two, two baby mothers. <laughs> Those baby mothers. Yeah. So um, wait a minute. Okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm wait till it. Go ahead, continue. Um, so, again, 21-year-old Coco still looked past that and was like, oh, well, you know, he, he's given... I could change him. Yeah, exactly. He has potential. And the, I think that's what I looked for men with, to have a potential. And there's nothing wrong with that, but they got to have the right potential in the right places. And you got to come to the table with something. I agree. And not... Too much baggage. I'm not saying like no one's perfect. You can't come say. Oh, baby. that's a lot of baggage, my nigga. Yeah. That's a lot of baggage. As a man, and I'm speaking as a man, looking at another man. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of baggage, my nigga. Mm-hmm. If a woman was in the same, that's a lot of baggage. So no, as a man, that's a lot of baggage. That he was his he was irresponsible with his dick, and that's just the, that is the being truthful. Like you got two baby mothers, three kids at 27. That's a lot. Well, 20. He had his first child when he was 21. I'm saying, still, when he met you, already had three of them. Yeah. My point is, mm-hmm. at 27, with three kids, a job, and you living at your grandma's house, mm-hmm. no car, no license. Mm-hmm. No, nigga, you're a liability. And that's just me, yeah. as a, that's me saying, as a man, you are a liability. So, so I, I still look I'm not, I, No, I'm just giving you, mm-hmm. uh, no, clearly, we know that. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an object, objective viewpoint, and that's just me Looking at another man and saying, bro, you, you wildin'. Like, you, you ain't got your shit together. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. Um, yeah, so. You look past all that. Look past all that. I can change them. I can change them. Uh, we were together for five years, um, prior to getting married. Um, so, wait a minute. 
So he was 20, 26, he was 32 mm-hmm. before y'all got married. Mm-hmm. So five years of that shit. Mm-hmm. Talk and, about that. And it was a lot of shit. So I've been in situations where one of the baby mothers... Oh, no, here like, we go. <laughs> I bought them all that story. Here we go. So we would go to... We would get hotels to do the do. Because yeah, we couldn't disrespect yeah. his grandmother's house. Um... I was about to say something funny about that with the first one. Go ahead. So the baby mother had hacked into his phone and would like, mm-hmm. she just knew the location of where he was. And obviously, he she knew that he was with me. She wanted to be with him still? Mm hmm. Oh, mm hmm. Jesus Christ. So, so let me pause you right there. And I'm a, this is going to be on record because. Uh, some of some of our, of, our, of our audience don't think I ever gig men for their shit. You only have baby mama driver when you allow it. I am a total believer in that. Now some shit is um, that type of drama only when you allow it. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Now drama between parenting and co-parenting that's a different conversation. But like personal drama between the baby, the, the 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 mother and father, that's definitely controllable by the father. I think it's more controllable by the man, because you have to, you can't, if you cut off access, you ain't got to worry about that. Only thing is, you got to worry about the backlash of her using your kids against you. So that's all. But that's a whole other conversation. But go ahead, continue. Well, and prior to him with his grandmother, I mean, at his grandmother's house, he told me that he was living with an aunt, and that's air quote aunt. Um, but come to find out. He was actually still living with the big mother. Oh, this needs to be lying. Mm-hmm. All right. So I dealt with a bunch of lying, deceiving, deceitful, whatever the word is. Deceit. Deceit. I got you. Um, just craziness. His first big mother was okay. The second one, and honestly, to this day, I truly believe she acted that way. One, because he never... Not put her in check. No, but, yeah, you're right. Okay. You so, never set the boundary, put yeah, her ass in check. Put her in check. And he, she had just had a child by him. So, like, his at the time, she was four months. A four-month-old. Mm. Yeah, I ain't doing that. That's just me. I'm not. I'm not even dating no one or no four-month. You know, I'm good. Everyone's telling this story. I'm really like. It's different when you hear it out loud. Gosh, like you was not dumb, but I was dumb. He went an experience. And I, I appreciate the life experience because it taught me now and even moving forward what I will not deal with. Yeah, what we I will all got to go through shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not that shit though. Well, because, <laughs> no, I'm playing. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm playing. Go ahead. Um. But yeah, so I would like pop the question to and like, you know, when we gonna get married? I really, and I don't know why, but I really thought I could build a future with this man. Oh, build a bar ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at what point do you realize, yeah, this ain't, this ain't that? And why did you marry him? That's mm-hmm. a better question. Even after all going through all this, what made you put all that stuff to the side and still want to get married to him. What's funny is, and I wish I was on camera because my uh, wax lady, shout out to Charlita's chest, she had asked me this question. And she asked you the same question I asked? Why did you get married? Mm-hmm. And I will lie to you, not norm, audience, world, 
I bust out on that wax table crying. Because I truly didn't know why I got married. Maybe you wanted stability. Maybe you wanted to be... You wanted a family. Mm-hmm. You wanted to... You know, I mean, there's a multitude of reasons why people want to get married. They want the traditional uh, two-parent family. They want stability. They want... Uh, <clears throat> A partner, a life partner. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of reasons why people do it, uh, but sometimes people don't know why they do it. Sometimes they in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever should get married in the moment. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I definitely need to see that you got some some uh, consistency right. and some 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 uh, uh, substance to you as a person, um, reliability. And like when you say he was just slinging his dick around in and everywhere, I it that truly was it though because when I graduate when I graduated from college mm. in seventeen, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put a baby in you." Um. So you just out here impregnating. No, no dick discipline. Right. Yeah. Um. Should have been done after one. Right. Yeah. But um, that didn't happen. Thank God, because that would have been a whole another situation. Dodge the bullet. Mhm. All of us ain't that lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> so yeah, I will pop the question here. Oh, so we moved into our first place together in eighteen. Oh. Mhm. Mhm. Um. Did she have a location there too? <laughs> the look tells me she did. <laughs> no, she finally not finally got the memo, but she she finally let up. Right, she stopped stopped chasing waterfalls. Yeah, stick to the rivers. Well, realize she, she babe, that's, <laughs> babe, that's right. Your problem. I don't even want no pups anymore. Yeah. Um. So in eighteen, we moved into our place together. Things were going okay, but then he started not helping me pay with. He wanted you to take care of him. That's what I get from it. He wanted me to take care of him? Mm-hmm. You gotta think about it. Think of, so, alright, this is my opinion, and this is just my perspective. Any man that's used to a woman taking care of him, mm-hmm. mother, grandmother, always catching them when they fall, I think they have a tendency to want women to take care of them because that's how they were raised. And that mm-hmm. residue transfer, transfers into their relationships. In some okay. instances. I'm not saying all men, but I definitely think that is a thing that happens in my personal opinion. Well, I just think he had lynch tendencies. Like, he just wanted to lynch off of females. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He wanted women mm-hmm. to take care of him. So, I was the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Ashley was hello. Right, hello. <laughs> it's me. Um, so, yeah, things started getting rocky when we... And this is even before we got married, because we got married in 2020. I'm just, yeah, this so, timeline wild as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, I'm listening. So a, a lot of red flags, but again, I ignored them. I thought I thought I was at six flags. Yeah, you definitely was on all the roller coasters. <laughs> definitely on the Joker's Jinx. <laughs> and that bitch won't boop, 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 boop. Definitely in the Joker's Jinx. <laughs> Dude, took you on a super bad. Took you all the way up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the world goes. Yeah, I mean, again, talking about this out loud, it's just really wild to me how I just was, I was content with settling. 
We all do, though. We all settle. Sometimes we settle for the wrong things. Settling is, I will say this, settling is not necessarily a bad word because when when chaos settles, that means we're at peace. Mm-hmm. Right? When it does settles, that means you can see clear. So settling isn't always a bad thing. Settling is fine. Settling is supposed to be finding the equilibrium in the situation. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you, we all, sometimes we settle for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we think the dust is clear and it's, literally it's a tornado behind that motherfucker. <laughs> and that's how it goes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, um, you know, I would throw hits here and there, like, you know, I can't wait to get married. Um, let's talk about the proposal, y'all. So the proposal itself just wasn't my dream proposal. That's good. <clears throat> we was out Brooklyn at his homeboy house. Maryland? Uh-huh. Okay. You got you got to decide. Sorry, y'all. Brooklyn, Maryland. Yeah. Because Brooklyn, I don't like New York. Most people live in New York. Mm. Yeah. Because they, you know. Yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Brooklyn, Um, He was chilling on the porch with his homeboy and his wife. And... Are they white? Huh? Are they white? Huh. Brooklyn, Maryland. Brooklyn is not where the white people at. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's a little bit... I mean, we just started migrating down there not too long ago. Brooklyn, Glen Marley, that area... Uh, what else? Uh, Curtis Bay. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm, yeah. But go ahead. That's why I mean, I mean, it don't matter, but I was just wondering. Who chose in Brooklyn? But go ahead. Um, so, I remember that it was August 1st, 2019, is when he proposed. And um, he was outside of his homeboy's house, um, smoking or whatever, da da da. And so he was like, hey, babe, can you grab It was cold outside. He was like, babe, can you grab Cold in August? Well, he talking about a jacket. Oh, okay. He, I'm just because you said it's cold out. I'm like, it's August. I think it was just part of his proposal. Sure. Whatever. Right. So he was like, "Yeah, can you grab my jacket out the back of the car?" So I went to the car, grabbed the jacket. Sure, honey. Go ahead. Sure, honey. <laughs> I I saw the case box, but I didn't think nothing of it because he he didn't tell me to grab what was underneath the jacket. He told me to just grab the jacket. So I grew. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're not on camera because this is the same my favorite. So I just grabbed the jacket. Uh-huh. Um, brought the jacket back to him. He was like, "You ain't seen nothing else." I was like, "Yeah, I saw it, but you ain't seen me grab it." Okay. <laughs> this sounds so fucking like some made up story. No, don't. It's right, intriguing actually. <laughs> I'm, I I am all ears right now because this shit is amazing to me. But go ahead. Um, I thought I was an ancient nigga, but go ahead. Good to you. Nah, I just fine. So I go back to the car. Really no, know. he goes to the car. He likes that shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. I messed up. The, I messed up the plane. It's all good. So no, he fucked up. It's, why was he? First of all, a case box can be. Long, I don't know how long the case. Normal. I don't know how long yeah. the box was or whatever the case may be. So depending on. I mean, it's a ring, so. It's, well, maybe even still, why the fuck you wouldn't put it all the way in the pocket? Right. So but that's, so just that's right. Yeah. This is me as a man mm-hmm. vetting the situation because okay. I'm just like, this don't even... Continue. <laughs> Continue. So he goes to the car to grab the box mm-hmm. with the ring in it and yeah. then he comes back on the porch and... What do you want from me? No, I'm playing. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. And so he, he shows me the box and I'm like... I'm, I'm in this... Not disbelief, but I'm like... 
don't know, shocked, I guess, a little bit. You're like, okay, what's right. that? Right. So then we proceed to get into the car and we go home. I go to the bathroom. Um, I think I was fixing my hair or something. And then I come outside. Well, I come out of the bathroom. They want the witnesses or nothing? Right. I'm getting in. Go ahead. So I come out of the restroom and the box with the box is on the bed. He has the ring like in his hand like this and he's on one knee. So obviously, you know. Right. He's ready to propose, y'all. Baby. He says I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I played too much. He says Coco. Coco. I say yes. <laughs> this is Pepper speaking. <laughs> he says Coco. Yeah. I say yes. Yeah. He said, Will you marry me? Of course, I'm in tears, like, yes, I love <gasps> Put the ring on, you know, I'm flashing it on Facebook. <laughs> you stupid. Real gang shit. Mm, nigga. Mm. And the post was like, oh my gosh, y'all, this is almost every woman's dream. I finally got. It used to be. Right. Ahead. I finally got the question popped. Will you marry me? Will? You have like, some fresh friends? Uh-huh. <laughs> Vivian, will you wait? Trying to knock you off. Oh no, excuse me, Hillary, my father. Hillary, will you marry me? Spot. That's how you felt. That was a Hillary moment. Lord. Um. You was definitely Hillary. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So yeah. Um. We all been Hillary or Carlton once in our life. Go ahead. I say yeah, and we started planning. I'm interested to know how to win. Come on, you got. Oh, this is getting good. This is fucking getting good. So we were originally supposed to get married at Martin's. Martin's West or East? Not Valley. The mansion. All right, all right. I ain't sophisticated, so. Oh, it's a hot Valley because <sighs> yeah. Excuse me. Hot. Very bougie. Okay. We were supposed to get married in Hot Valley Mansion, um, but COVID happened. So we got married on Federal Hill, at the top of the hill. Beautiful scenery. Um, the mother preach out there? Yeah. Okay. Um, his mother, father, my mother, father, my two best friends who walked me down the aisle, air quote. Um, my godmother. So yeah, it was just intimate people. Um, it's a little bit Okay. Had to make the most of it. It was fucking COVID. Right. Um, so then. Wait, so in 19. So we started planning mm-hmm. right at the basically. We had a deposit and we had paid everything at months on Hot Valley. But then when COVID happened, you know, people were all like, oh, well, we're not going to be. They didn't find y'all for that. Ain't no money back. Nope. Oh, nah. Nah. <laughs> we don't want to court. We had to po- uh, postpone the wedding date. We don't want to court. Mm-hmm. Nah, we're going to get that back because we don't know when this shit going to stop. So, fast forward. To- Actually, that happened to my, uh, to my clients. My homeboy and his wife, they had to propose and propose and postpone this too because right. I don't know what But, yeah, go ahead. So, fast forward to September 9th. Mm-hmm. 2021. When you know dates, that's when you know some shit going on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. 
Well, also because September 9th is my sister's birthday. Oh. But we got married on September 10th, 2020. So it was literally the day before. Um, well, in between all that, I had started... I, I was... So I remember you made, you said the saying, um, men... Women want to be loved and men... want to be respected. Correct. And right. when... Go ahead, finish saying it. And when, so when you don't... When the women doesn't don't feel like they get in the love, yeah, they want to go and get it from oh someone else. So, um, <coughs> I started seeking so called love from someone else. Oh man, that's getting juicy. Go ahead. And he was under the impression that as long as it wasn't a whole year of us being married. I can get it annulled. Okay. But I didn't do my research, and that was not the case. You cannot get marriages annulled. Okay. It's, it's not poof, be gone. Right. You still gotta go through the whole absolute divorce process. Yeah. Um. So September 9th, twenty twenty one. Maybe that only goes with those like chapel joints in like Vegas, maybe. Mm, Stuff probably. like that. I don't know enough, but I'm well, guessing. Per state. Yeah, state laws are very different. So yeah. Um, so I had, I still called, um, well, no, I went down to uh, the courthouse mm-hmm. and it was like, I'm ready to file y'all. Paid my 165 And so when I got the divorce process started, I got back into the car and I called Martin Tom Valley to let him know what was going on. Yeah. And I was like, well... Since there's no refund, I guess I'll be having a divorce party. Oh, okay. And so, literally, that's how it turned out to be. I had a, a open bar for four hours. So, did he want to divorce after he found out that you see seeking love somewhere else, or you wanted to divorce after you found that you was? That's I wanted to divorce. Okay. He never filed or anything. Oh, okay. He never even suspected that I was shooting. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't say nothing. I was just. Um, Clearly, two people were not meant for each other. Two what? Two people that were not meant for each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called them and you, and they was like, "Well, there's no refunds." And I was like, "Okay, well, we'll just turn it into a divorce party." I've only been to one of those in my lifetime, but mm-hmm. I think it's—I still think it's a weird concept. But I think it's weird. I think it's great. <sighs> okay, we can talk about that. We could—we could, we could discuss that. I mean, it was great for you. You had an open bar, you know, shit like that, you know. <laughs> cool. I mean, I don't, I don't think celebrating failure to a degree is a thing for me. And I'm talking about for me. Is a divorce failure, though? Yeah. Still failure. Hmm. Regardless how you... Let me, my point. This is my opinion, right? <clears throat> the vows in marriage is for mm-hmm. better, worse, richer, poorer, mm-hmm. to death, the worst part, mm-hmm. sicker and, and health. So, if that is the standard, if parties choose to go their separate ways, then they failed at what they were trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. That's just my thing. That's my thought process. So, for me, I'm not celebrating a divorce because, to me, that means it didn't work. So, mm-hmm. somewhere along the lines, I and said woman failed to meet the goal, which the goal was for forever. Or to one of us leave the circle. Right. So that's just my opinion. No, mm-hmm. and, and I, I don't disagree with it, but I do feel like 
it should be it can be looked at as a, a celebration of you. Well, black people celebrate anyway. Right. We, <laughs> we celebrate Americans celebrate anyway. Just recognizing that you fucked the money up. Yeah, you you woke up and was like, "Look, baby, this, this, this right." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying. I'm saying for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I if I don't think I could have a divorce party. That's just me. Um, I think I would take it very, very hard. Yeah. Um, that's just me. So I don't think I could celebrate me not accomplishing my ultimate goal. That's just how I look at it. I take um, probably why I'm not married. Well, I haven't gotten married because I take it very, very seriously. As as you should. But like I feel like. And even the divorce rate has gone up tremendously. Like, divorce today is, is viewed as, like, it's it's okay. But back then, you know, a lot of people didn't get a divorce. Yeah. Because yeah, words meant things. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel like a lot of people don't take marriage seriously. I agree. I think it's one. I always say people want the wedding. They don't want, mm-hmm. they don't want the, <laughs> the experience. They they want the they want the show, right? They don't want the production. So, because um, it's work, all of this is just absolutely. work. Absolutely, yeah. It's work. So you know, I don't think people really understand what it takes uh, nowadays to be married, especially in our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's so flighty. Um, <clears throat> so, and like I told you, I haven't been through a divorce, but all my homeboy, well, all my homeboys who were married are divorced. Mm. Um, and I would say these are solid dudes. These aren't like fuck niggas. These mm-hmm. are solid dudes, like career dudes, like financially stable, good fathers. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the third. And their situation is the reverse of yours. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. So let me ask you this. You said you. Now, does that place a fear? And trying to do it again. Honestly. Yes and no. Okay. Such a woman answer. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. Come on. They can see yes or no. Come on. Um, no, because, I mean, I say that because do I want to get married again? Absolutely. But, I mean, even now, like, being 29, I'm, I'm not the same person that I was when I was 21. Uh, absolutely not. I hope you're not. Jesus Christ. That would be a catastrophe. So. I'm just saying. I think I know what to look for in a man. Yeah. Um, you know what to look for in yourself. Right. I think that's the most important part. Right. Self, self-love. Self-love. Yeah. Well, not even self-love. Just self-understanding. Self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, self-respect. Mm-hmm. That you know what I mean, but uh, yeah, you definitely should know what you're willing to. You definitely should know your boundaries, which what, what, what you're willing to do and what you're not. Um, that's part of the vetting the man. That's going over me. So I, I, right. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I think I answer the question. Yes, no. You say yes or no. Why right, no? <laughs> why you say yes? Why yes? Does it? scare you. You told me why no, it doesn't scare you because you feel like you have changed and you are mm-hmm. able to understand better and, and hopefully have a better outcome. There we go. So yes, it scares me because of the life experience that you go through. You you hope to not be put in that situation again. And sometimes you just feel like 
Not all men are the same, but mm, that hurts. <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm listening. All you niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Basically. That's crazy. But same way about you have to. And that's fine. No, that's what you call it. <laughs> but I, I, I had to realize that no one man is the same. There's no one size fits all. Absolutely. That's a that's a truth. Um. Well. Like and even get in this apartment with my nibble thing. Mm-hmm. I'm. It is hell to be put on this lease with him because. Past trauma. Absolutely. Yeah, I get it. I understand. But life is about trying. Mm. It's about opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's about lessons. It's about trying to navigate the best way you can. Nothing in this life is guaranteed but death and taxes. Mm-hmm. And only not taxes if you're rich and you know how to enable the system. But death is definitely guaranteed. Right? So. I mean, you're always going to live life in the space of, there's going to be always some form of, you know, what if, doubt, hopefully, I hope this doesn't, you know what I mean? And that's, that's just human nature. Mm-hmm. Especially when we go through experiences, our brain, we are wired that way. To not want to experience things that hurt or that cause, like, severe pain. So, that's, that's understandable. I, I, I understand from a different perspective, but I understand, you know what I mean? So. Okay. So. And I think I, I grieved the divorce for so long because. How did you grieve? Crying. That's it? Yeah. And moving on to my new book thing. So I don't even, so again, talking a lot, I don't think I grieved properly. There were several, and I know you're not a fan of therapy, but there were several opportunities where people was like, you should go to therapy to process your grief, to process your loss. That's fair. Listen, I don't believe in therapy for me. That's just me. However, if you are a person that believes that it's going to be beneficial to you, it's going to help you, and that you're going to actually use the tools and be okay with dealing with the reflection of your actions and your choices, then sure, have at it. Do I still think it's flawed in some ways? Yeah. Because I think some, I think, I mean, humans are, have biases. Judges have biases. Uh, police, anybody in a position of, you know, uh, authority and power, they have their own bias and beliefs and the there. So I still think there's some flaws to therapy, especially depending if you get a person that is like, uh, I don't know if it's uh, like uh, pro, oh, you know, pro mandate. Mm-hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? Like, did you see the therapist on TikTok that got that was going off, and then she got fired. She tried to blame uh, men for getting her fired when they actually was the woman who got her fired, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So there was a so brief segue because um, you brought up therapy. Um, there was a woman on TikTok, and like she was going off. And like basically like just saying a bunch of wild shit, twerking and doing all this kind of ratchet shit. And I'm like, yo, you you don't work for yourself, you work for a company. Mm-hmm. So basically like going off on black man and this and that and that, that and she got fired. And so she was like, Oh, y'all got me fired, that and I'm like, No, like it was a black woman that actually got fired because it's like, yo, you're not representing the right the the practice in the right way or the profession in the right way. Like you're you're literally making yourself look like you're a hypocrite. So how can somebody practice with you when you showing an innate bias 
in your actions and your words and your thoughts and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's the only thing for me where it gets skeptical with therapy. Because depending on what kind of therapist you may have, the ther- a good therapist is supposed to be unbiased. Right. Um, non-judgmental. Non-judgmental with the senator. I find that hard to find the human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, same way judges are supposed to be unbiased, non-judgmental, this and the third, but we see how that works in some of the court systems and this and that and the third. So that's just my personal view on therapy. However, in your situation, I would hope if you did seek therapy, that you did run into a therapist that is beneficial to what you are trying to accomplish, and that is just healing from the choices and the things or the experiences that you encounter. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying you're right or wrong. That's just my... That's why I'm, that's just my outlook on it, right? But also, I think therapy is for people who have a hard time looking in the mirror mm. and accepting the things that they thought and dealing with them. Yeah, and I mean, I take accountability. Yes, I wanted to get married, but I take full accountability into um, knowing that I should not have married. I, I, I applaud you. That's too far in between in my experiences of talking to your species. Um, <laughs> that's, too far, that's too far in between. So I appreciate the fact that you're like, yo, nah, nigga, this, I'm, I'm definitely... And, and I played a part in the decisions that were made. Um, right. See, right there, that lets me know that you see therapy when they try to get you to understand it. Mm-hmm. But if you can self-reflect and understand mm-hmm. just that and accept it, then... Which is probably why I was never like, okay, let me run to the, the nearest therapist's office. Because right. I already know. A therapist only going to tell me what I already know. And they might give me... Tools. I get, right, the tools. But or, or, you know, practices or mm-hmm. whatever, assignments or whatever. Right. Homework and all that bullshit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing, but yeah. So do you, let me ask you this. Do you think you fully have grieved? Or do you think you're still grieving? There was a point in time where I could not say my ex's name without crying. Why was that? It, it just hurt. Like, I, I lost something that I was supposed to have a forever with. And I I wanted him to be the person that I wanted him to be so bad, but he just couldn't give me that. People can only be what they want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. Um, and most, I mean, a lot of us think we can change people or think that we can work with people to help them become the best version of themselves. But if they're not willing to work with you mm-hmm. and put in their own work, it does not matter. Yeah. It don't matter. You can't help people that don't want to be helped. That part. <clears throat> that part. Nah. Period, Pooh. Oh, Lord. Don't do that. <laughs> just, oh, my God. My heart just be like, oh, God. I hate that shit. Anyway. Um, so, my experience. So, I'll talk about my experiences and divorce of talking to my friends and my homeboys. Um, from their perspective and me seeing their perspective. So, let me be. So, one of my homeboys... I told him not to marry his wife. Mm-hmm. And 
I was right. However, like you said, you got to go through things. Um, they can do oh, let me talk about that real quick. So, after I filed for divorce, mm-hmm. you know, I, I told my family, my friends, and they was like, oh, I want to keep another one for you when you, when you first. Yeah, when but you, people got to let you live. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they told me. And I was like, you could have prevented all of this. No, they couldn't have. Because they didn't want to sour their relationship with you because right. of you wanting to defend your husband. And I was still going to be rebellious and still do what I wanted to do anyway, which was marry him. That's people. Mm-hmm. To a degree, that's people. So, that's not, that's not crazy. That's not, um, <clears throat> but going back to my home, I mean, he's being married now. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, I'm doing it once. <laughs> it's once. And if that shit don't work, nope. You ain't got to worry about me doing it. I'm going to that as well. One and done. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely one and done. So, yeah, that's why. I, mm-hmm. But um, talking to them and their experiences, um, from what I gather is that their partners didn't understand the sacrifice that came with being married. Mm. I don't think they understood that uh, the level of discipline and consistency it takes or the level of maturity it takes in being married. And uh, and I'm not saying, like, I'm, not, I'm just speaking to what, you know, what we, we discussed. Mm-hmm. One of my homeboys was a pastor. Mm-hmm. They got divorced. Our other homeboy, he had a, he has a really good job. He got divorced. Like I said, my own way, I told him not to marry shorty. They got divorced. He's kind of remarried. He's the only one remarried out of the, mm-hmm. out of my own boys. Um, mm-hmm. There's one more. I think it was like four of my own boys that got divorced. However, oh yeah, my other man, he got divorced. And that was a whole deal too. Um, but I don't think people require, I don't think a lot of people understand that level of selflessness mm-hmm. that you have to have in being married, that you give up the eyes for the us. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know, you know, depending on how you have an outlook of, like, how marriage is supposed to go, somebody has to be a leader. Right. Um, and most of, all the men that I know, the, all the men that I'm talking about, they are leaders in my opinion. So, um, you can't leave people who want to be led. And just like you, you can't fix, you can't help people who don't want to be helped. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it goes either way. Like those are one of the two ways where it goes. So it's like, if you went to a situation where people are consent, do you think people are going to change because the circumstances changing? And, and just because the circumstances become more severe, you think that the person is going to step up to the plate when a lot of times they don't see it as the way you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other perspective is that I still get to be the same person in this marriage that I was in this relationship or prior to mm-hmm. and understanding like, nah, it changes to a degree. Mm-hmm. Not saying it does a whole 180, but it definitely changes because it's the, 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 the like I said, the severity and the, the, the deepness, the severity, the, um, the, uh, you know, 
the stakes mm-hmm. are a lot higher because like you said like you know like they had they they had stuff together so yours was a your situation was a little different because y'all wasn't y'all didn't have anything solid together like as far as like y'all didn't own a property together right. y'all didn't have business together like it was an easy split mm-hmm. right you take your shit and go i take my shit and go i mean of course the other little shit you talk about like the car and all that but that's on a minor scale as opposed to like yo we got this house together we got to figure out who get in the house mm-hmm. this house worth one hundred eighty thousand dollars all right you can buy me out you pay me sixty thousand you keep you know like you talk big boy shit right. like different type of shit like or we got you didn't have any children mm-hmm. they all had children they all have children and they had children while they were married mm-hmm. so it's a so like i think you your situation worked out for the best because there was less things that you had to deal with. Mm-hmm. However, when I talk to those individuals about, it's an ongoing process. I think you got a clean slate with your divorce and I'm happy that you did because it can be a lot uglier um, than just some you know, hurt feelings and some regrets because some of it is an ongoing situation, especially when you have kids, it's for life. Almost felt like for until they're you know significantly grown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that cocoa juice. Well, cocoa. It's okay. I think you did what was in your best interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that you woke up and realized like yeah, y'all, I, I'm I'm carrying an anchor, mm-hmm. and that's what you were doing. You were carrying an anchor and. No telling where you would have been at in life. I still think about that um, to this day because honestly, what really made me like so when I even when I filed for divorce, I was still dipping and dabbing with him because again, I wanted to make work. Mm. However, December first, twenty twenty one, he put his hands on me, and that was the. Icing on the cake. Yeah, they don't condone domestic violence on mm-hmm. outside the home. So, yeah, I'm sorry they had to get to that point, but it definitely shouldn't have ever gotten to that point. And so, mm-hmm. that's something I learned. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so now I'm trying to have a hot girl summer. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can't have a hot girl summer with a boo thing. That's what's wrong with y'all asses now. I'm not tied down to nobody no more. You just said. To to a certain extent. Shut the fuck up. See? No. Better human beings in 2023. That's what we're going to be. We're going to make better decisions. Not a hot girl summer, but lukewarm. No, it's going to be a fucking warm. Not even Luke. (laughs) Luke used to get niggas in trouble back in Miami, yeah, baby. But no, no, no. Thank you. No, that was dope. You know, Um, definitely a great story. Well, not a great story, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible choice of words. Um, no, definitely a, a perspective, and I, right. I, I'm glad that you're able to talk about it because that's so just mm-hmm. strong, and your ability to that you are held in some capacity mm-hmm. about what you're going through because that's a tough thing to talk talk about, and that's just a reality. Any breakup that it means something to you is right. a hard thing to talk about, and um, I applaud you, you know, for being able to come on here, talk about your, you know, your life. Um, your experiences and maybe that your story will help somebody else out um, and for me it gave 
the audience a chance to see that I do get men for being irresponsible mm-hmm. and not being not not understanding that you need to get your shit together before you're trying to be in a forever space. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality. And your yes, your past choices does come to haunt you or make your life more difficult if you continue to make those same mistakes. So. I agree. So. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Oh, uh, dope. Yeah, we got to come on bring you on another subject where we can have a light, more lighthearted fun. I know I did a lot of joking. I'm sorry. Yeah. But So, yeah, you said you had 10 jokes about Coco. Nah, I ain't, I'm cool. No, 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 no. No, I'm gone. They're gone now. All right. It was. It's gone. I had my pebbles joke. That was cool. You know. Coco, you wasn't. Coco should have been beware. You don't know who Coco beware is. He's a wrestler from the like the eighties. However, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, nigga. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Coco smooth got up out of the divorce though. (laughs) Hey yo, you funny as shit. Nah, but nah. Okay, so we are gonna get out of here. Thank you again for coming on, telling your story. Hopefully, you will. Give people uh, a perspective and understanding. Yo, uh, address them red flags, nigga. Absolutely. Pay attention to the motherfucking stop sign. And, and don't be afraid to start over. You know, life, life is too short to be stuck somewhere that you, you know you don't want to be in. Or don't need to be. Don't need to be in. And know your self-worth. Know yourself. Know your worth, nigga. Like Drake said. <laughs> Alright, it's your man Notorious Norm, aka Young Thanos, aka the Black Joker. And we are here with my guest. Coco. I hate this name. <laughs> <laughs> and we out this bitch. Peace. See y'all.